English Premier League. From the man you read. To a Brazilian named Fred. From the Socceroos. To the latest round ball news. From Harry Kill's tattoo. To Cantona's Kung Fu. Want to hear the best world football show on the planet? Well, stand in queue. For Hyundai Ailey. Fan main. Get behind your local club. Muchas gracias for Diego's. Welcome, amigos. This is the Four Diego's across Australia. My name's Carlos Alberto Diego. With me today is Vinny Venezuela, Rodrigo Rodriguez, and Warren Diego. We're four blokes who love our world. Four, do you want to tell you all about it? So, Vinny, what's on the show for listeners tonight? Thank you very much, Carlos. Well, ahead of the Socceroos Asian Cup opener against India, we share a special soft sombrero moment live from Doha with Socceroos star Sasha Aganovsky. And uh, later on in the show, Warren gives us a dead man walking update in his EPL rap. Vinny talks about Ronaldinho's yearning for the Copa Gabbana in his global update, and Warren gives us his view on the most famous kissing your sister cup of all. We talk Asian Cup agog, Chelsea and Liverpool's EPL slog, Carlos's blog, what a flog, and much, much more. So you sensitive hooligans out there, hang with your sombreros. Coming up, Rodrigo dissects the Asian Cup, so stay tuned across Australia. This is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Taste the Perth glory. Hear the Brisbane roar. For Hyundai A-League, fan-made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. You're with Carlos, Vinny, Rodrigo and Warren on the Four Diego's across Australia. You can join us right here every week for your dose of world footy Diego style. Coming up, Warren gives us the latest EPL sack race news. But first, Rodrigo, the Asian Cup kicked off this weekend. What's the latest? Well, Carlos, there's no better way to start the new year than a, a you know, a mini World Cup <laughs> for us in Asia. Because Qatar, you know, they're set for their mini World Cup. And I've got to say, it brought a tear to my eye when I saw the opening ceremony. You know, I think it was Vince Renti that said, we came, we saw, we concreted. Yes. You know, seeing those fireworks just gush out of those massive buildings. It was and, unbelievable. And the parade of air conditioners coming in, uh, just showing the world what <laughs> they're going to do in 2022 it was fantastic it, too. It, it strikes me that January's a great time for a big tournament in Qatar though, doesn't it? Boys? Oh, they're on show, Warren, and uh, the shisha pipes are at the ready, you know, the falafels <laughs> all around. It's fantastic stuff. And, are they uh, doing granitas? Are they doing granitas outside the game? They'll do anything that you want to it. Uh, the Souk Wakif, that's the restaurant district, which I'm tipping is a little bit different to King's Cross or King Street, Carlos. Fantastic. Now, look, look the, the, on the pitch, let's get to on the pitch. Uzbekistan and Qatar, you know, uh, Uzbekistan defeated the host 2-0, and then China defeated Kuwait 2-0 as well. Apparently it was too hot for the Qataris. <laughs> <laughs> they were steaming. Now, Australia's first game is against India. Should we call it the Scott McDonald Benefit Concert? Because we're expected to really tell the Indians up. It's on uh, just after midnight on Monday night, or which is actually Tuesday morning. So looking forward to this. I hopefully we kick a cricket score against this mob. Do you think Scotty McDonald's cacking himself? Like, you know, if I can't score here, I'm never going to score. I think uh, Holger Osik is pretty much going to tell him that too. Pardon my ignorance because I've been focusing more on the IPL cricket auction than I have India's team in the Asian Cup. I'm just wondering whether the 17 goals that Archie Thompson scored for Australia, <laughs> I wonder if that record is under threat, Carlos. Well, apparently Archie wants to break his own record. He's got one hamstring and he's jumping on a plane Air India right now. He's over there because he wants to get a game and try and beat that 13-goal record he scored against. So that's a world record still, I think. There was a, a blanket call for Sachin Tendulkar to play in this game, but Harbhajan's <laughs> and get out of the way. Yeah. I want another crack at the Aussies. That's what's going to happen. For me, the only saviour for India in this game is uh, their midfield maestro, Climax Lawrence. <laughs> yes. Who, of course, has played over 50 games for India. He plays in the hole, apparently, behind the uh, strikers. And uh, he, has, he actually, he's set to be prolific. He's only scored three goals in 50 games. But keep an eye on that guy. 
Well, apparently Leonard Slutsky of uh, CSK Moscow is, is looking at him as we speak. Apparently he's a good finisher, Carlos. Oh, fantastic. Yes, uh, he'll rise much. to the occasion, Rodrigo. Hey. Hey. We're going blue. Let's hope they don't keep a clean sheet. But um, Beichung Butia is their captain and their best player. He's out with a, a leg injury, so instead of 10-0, hopefully we'll beat them 15-0. They'll make a Bollywood film <laughs> if they score a goal. They will. Instead of doing the haka, the uh, Indians, they just come out and they do a Bollywood little dance <laughs> at the start of the game just to freak people out. Looking forward to it. It could be a boil over in the end, but I don't think so. Australia will uh, score double figures against India, but we love the Indians imagine, out there. We know we've got a lot of Indian friends who listen to us. Imagine if the Indians play like the Germans. <laughs> we'll be broken. Thanks much, Rodrigo. We'll keep an eye on the Asian Cup through... The next couple of weeks and also during the week on 40agos.com uh, we'll have a lot of uh, interviews and news on the Asian Cup next up uh, Warren on the dead uncles walking in the EPL so stick around across Australia this is the 40 Agos Arriba. Triple M Feel North Queensland's fury Get Adelaide United For Hyundai A-League Fan made Go to aleague.com.au for tickets It's the 40 Agos on Triple M if you want to get in touch with the Diego's, drop us a line at Diego's at 4diegos.com. That's F-O-U-R-D-I-E-G-O-S.com. Also, join us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash 4diegos. Coming up, it's the latest on Italian football problem child Antonio Cassano with Vinny. But first, Warren, Uncle Roy has bitten the dust at Liverpool. Yes, before last night, Carlos, this segment was just going to be about all the managers <laughs> that were going to be sacked. And he was one of them. But now it is about, and can I say, Carlos, I want to clear the record on behalf of the Liverpool Football Club. I'm the unofficial spokesman across Australia. <laughs> <laughs> he left of mutual consent. Oh, he yeah. wasn't sacked. Yeah. But Uncle Roy, is he the victim of a club with aspirations that are long gone? Or is he at fault for the fact that they were simply underperforming? And the Blackburn game during the week, if you're a Liverpool fan like me and you watch that, it was worse than anything I've ever experienced. Liverpool's new slogan should be fan-made. <laughs> this was a fan-made disaster. You don't bag the cop, Carlos. Yeah. You can't bag the cop and then get thrashed by Blackburn and expect to retain your job. I blame uh, Y Generation, Warren. I think the Y Gens want everything too, too soon, too quickly. They don't know how to wait. And they're, you know, they're in the cop as well. And they're putting pressure. And so a manager just doesn't have time to ease the team into his style of play. Warren, it was a crucifixion during the week. Uh, Blackburn Rovers, those Liverpool players did not play for Roy. Roy was standing there, a lonely man on the sideline. Basically, the crowd was just chanting, you're going to get sacked in the morning. Fernando Torres missed an open goal on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Just the thought of him equalising uh, towards the end of the game and keeping that guy for one more week was enough for Fernando to uh, go against all his professional principles and miss an open goal. Stevie Gerrard missed a penalty on purpose also. <laughs> it was just all manufactured by those players. I mean, the question now with Liverpool is, can a Kenny Dalgleish, uh, you know, put the snap in uh, Torres's shorts again? Because if Torres, Torres hasn't been happy for a long time there. He's is, aged quite well. Is he the Messiah or the Brutus in the room? Because he didn't put the knife into Roy. Oh, yeah. But you know, he was in the room, Carlos, when it happened. You can manufacture this. Uh, Warren, in the back rooms, and then Kenny Dalglish knows all about this. He's been at Celtic, been at Liverpool, played for many years, been involved in football at all levels. He knows how to get rid of a coach, and I'm not casting any aspersions on Kenny, no. King Kenny, but other people could have done it on his behalf. Because you didn't cast any aspersions on Stevie <laughs> Gerrard or Fernando Torres. Not at all. Kenny, <laughs> Kenny needs to put the strip on and just play, to yeah. just show Fernando 
what it means to play for the red shirt again. Well, Warren, the future of Liverpool, I know you're a professional media operator, but you are a Liverpool <laughs> fan, uh, you know, through and through. Uh, what's going to happen to Liverpool for the remainder of the season? Is it they're four points above uh, relegation zone right now? Is Kenny going to turn things around and, you know, make it, at least they can make any Toto Cup or something like that? In, in short, Carlos, no. If we avoid relegation, <laughs> we'll be happy. I think we just want spirit and pride and everything else. I think the bigger picture is, that Roy's not the first to go. We've already lost Sam Allardyce this season. Carlo Ancelotti, is he now the new dead man walking? Because I can't see with their form that he's going to last much longer anyway as well. The uncles go first. Uh, Avram Grant's going to be going. I probably I think they're giving him one game. Jared Julia. And the players are all ready to fall, you know, lay down for him. And also Jared Julia, Uncle Jared well, is uh, on Perez, his way out too. Perez came out and had a crack at uh, Jared Julia for not playing him. And he said it's all, it's lightning in, in that uh, dressing room. So call it now, Warren. Is it so European places for Liverpool or is it championship for the first time in about 30 years? We're avoiding relegation. Carlos. We'll yes. take it one They're, step at a time. They are going to the Champions League final. He's bought the tickets so they can watch. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm sure Rafa Benitez is doing his work in the background to try and weasel his way in for next season. Thanks very much, Warren. Coming up, it's Vinny Venezuela with the latest on the troubled genius of Italian football, Antonio Cassano. So stay tuned. Across Australia, this is the 40 Diego's. Triple M. Taste the Melbourne victory. Get on board the Central Coast Mariners. For Hyundai A-League fan made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Vinny, Antonio Cassano is making waves at AC Milan. Yes, Carlos. As we know, the biggest shake-up in world footy, uh, I guess, recently has been the Cassano move from Sampdoria to AC Milan, which has also heralded Ronaldinho's move away to Brazil somewhere sometime soon. Now, Cassano, a.k.a. Il Fantonino, or Fantantonio, <laughs> I think, he's also known as Il Talentino. He's okay. got a couple of names there. I'm, I'm excited by that. He's the bad boy, the troubled genius. Yeah. He's like the Don Draper of the world game, if anyone watches <laughs> Mad Men. We just don't know what he's up to. But anyway, he uh, played his first game uh, for AC last week against Cagliari. It was a good game. But in the lead-up to the game, uh, Hot Rod, uh, Rodney Strasser, highlighted, who's a new boy at AC, he highlighted another problem with the Cassano. He said, I can speak three languages. Antonio is a friend, but when he speaks, I cannot understand him. It's like <laughs> listening to Sir Alex Underwater or Mourinho talking to his dog. <laughs> Of and course, Cassano's from Bari, isn't he? From Bari. He? No and one it, can understand the Bari tongue. Well, Bari is like the pidgin English in Australia. But scoring goals, uh, Vinny, is the international language. <laughs> it must be. Um, after the game, Cassano said, uh, the next time you say you don't understand me when I speak, I'm going to give you a punch in the nose. <laughs> it seems to me that the situation here has got a lot of synergy with the Four Diego's. Carlos does a lot of speaking, but nobody really <laughs> understands what he's up to. And at times, he speaks in three languages himself. Yeah. Now, the other thing I just want to quickly say about this Rodney Strasser dude is that uh, there's some footage on uh, YouTube. If you type in Rodney Strasser plus Zlat Ibrahimovic, they'll be at a training session and Zlat Ibrahimovic just walks by and gives him a taekwondo kick to the head. <laughs> and it was a joke. He actually hit him. He hit him in the yeah. shoulder and he looks at him and thinking, hey, what's going on there, Zlat? That's a hamstring stretch in Sweden. <laughs> crazy, crazy. But apparently they're buddies. Thanks, Vinny. More Diego's after the break. Triple M. Feel the Melbourne heart. Soar with the Newcastle Jets. For Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to a-league.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. 
If you want to get in touch with the Diego's, drop us a line at Diego's. That's 4diegos.com. That's F-O-U-R-D-I-E-G-O-S.com. Or you can follow us at Twitter, twitter.com forward slash 4diegos. Coming up, Warren talks about the real Kissing Your Sister Cup in England with the FA Cup. But first, ahead of the Socceroos' big Asian Cup opener against India this week, we speak to one of the team stars. Please, a big 4diegos welcome live from Doha, Socceroos star Sash Ogonofsky. Uh, thanks for joining us, Sash. No drums, guys. You've got the four Diego's here, mate. I'm Carlos Alberto Diego. You played a, a great game against uh, the UAE on Thursday. Of course, you've got a couple of training sessions before the big game against India. How's the team uh, shaping up at the moment? Yeah, good. Uh, we're pretty much injury-free and uh, the team's raring to go. Now, Sash, um, Carlos has actually been bemoaning the credentials of the Indian team. And I'm just <laughs> thinking, from a player's perspective, obviously they're not ranked highly and this is obviously a big tournament for them. But for you guys, it's a really important game, and you must be trying your very hardest to take them as an absolute top-class opponent. You have to, you have to. I mean, uh, every team, every team that, that that's made it here, you know, has shown something along the way. And you know, and India are a good team; they're well coached. So, um, you know, we're gonna we're, we're gonna take this game very seriously because if you don't, you know, they can they can they can surprise you. Now, Sashvin Venezuela, how are you, mate? Look, uh, the question I have is, uh, are the boys, the Socceroos squad, are they giving uh, Scotty McDonald the support? Are they are they saying ahead of the India game, are you going to score, are you going to score, are you going to score? <laughs> no, there, <laughs> there hasn't been much of that. Uh, I think uh, I think he's, he's sort of got his own sort of pressure that he, that he knows about. Every striker uh, obviously doesn't want a record uh, of, you know, 21 games and and no goals, but I think uh, I think he's been looking very sharp at training, and hopefully, uh, hopefully he can he can slot some away from us. Now, Sasha, it's Rodrigo Rodriguez. Has um, Holger Osik given you the nod to partner Lucas Neal in defence? He hasn't spoken to me about it, but uh, we're sort of guessing that it'll be me and Lucas. <laughs> That's confidence, mate. Uh, That's good. Me and Lucas for the India game, at least. Now, Sasha, there must be a big difference for you personally. You came into camp against Egypt in that first Socceroos cap that you got only a couple of days and a couple of training sessions before you actually played. It must be a big difference, and it must make a, a lot of difference to you as feeling part of the team to come into camp and be able to spend a long time with all the guys in preparing for these games. Yeah, it is. It is, uh, And it's a difference for, for everyone else as well because uh, usually you don't have this much time uh, to prepare for any games. So, uh, you know... As a squad, uh, myself personally, it has been a big difference. As a squad, it's been it's been really good as well because we have got time to to try and get some fluency and try and gel. Of course, Sasha, the uh, the squad needs to bond by not only playing football but also going out on the town. What's the uh, the nightlife at, in Doha like? And uh, you know, who's the big party boys? We know we know that you're a big party boy, but who else is a big party boy out there? <laughs> <laughs> There's not not much to do here, mate. So I don't think there'll be too much too much too much partying. Uh, we're sort of isolated in a hotel near the airport, so. Uh, you know, we're not sort of in the city, so there's not much to do. Well, Sash, thanks for talking us today, talking to us today, mate. Uh, of course, the big game is against India, and now uh, we know that you're rough and tough, and you intimidate some of those uh, opposition players. But look after the Indians for us, will you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll try my best, mate. Good on you, mate. That's uh, Sash Ogonoski, a special soft sombrero moment, live from Doha. Here in the 40 A goes. So stick around. Triple M. Rise with the Wellington Phoenix. Get Gold Coast United. For Hyundai A-League fan-made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Warren, you want to talk about the English FA Cup? It's back, Carlos, and we love it. <laughs> we love it because there's romance. 
there's drama, there's everything. Four Premier League teams out last night, fantastic. And can I say, who can have a go at a competition when Leeds play Arsenal at the Emirates and Robert Snodgrass <laughs> scores the first goal for yeah. Leeds, only to be cancelled out by Cesc Fabregas, penalty late in the game. Warren, there is no romance in the FA Cup. It was actually dead. Romance was dead in 2000 when Sir Alex Ferguson refused to play Manchester United in that competition because he had to go to some FIFA yes. toy World Club Championship. Arsene Wenger plays the little kiddies every year. There's no seriousness. There's no romance. Where is the pub team with the fat, womanising, hard-drinking centre forward who scores goals in the FA Cups and does nothing for his, the rest of his career? They're that, all in the championship, Carlos. I was going to say, that was Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, they lost. Right. Can somebody get the scalpel out? please open Carlos's chest up and see if there's a heart beating there because for fans who go week after week after week the chance to play a Premier League rival and knock them off talk about Robert Snodgrass's family (laughs) for instance Carlos they love the FA Cup Snodgrass (laughs) Triple M Get with Sydney FC for Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to a-league.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Vinny, tell us about the Asian Cup group of death. Yes, uh, Carlos, I'm a little bit concerned about Group D, <laughs> D for death. Iran, Iraq, North Korea and United Arab Emirates are all in the group of death. Group D... Three of those countries are either have or want nuclear weapons. It's going to get messy. I think the United Nations are going to be looking very, very closely at this group. In fact, they're going to be supplying the referees for this group because if they make a mistake, they're in serious lot of trouble. There's talk that they're going to get George W. Bush to do all the games there. It's not just the referees that are worried. It's the players themselves because if they're part of an underperforming team, we know what the history is amongst all these teams. They'll be going to the United Arab Emirates uh, in this group because they are the Switzerland. They're the neutrals of this group. They'll be going to the United Arab Emirates, but will they be coming back? <laughs> <laughs> of course, uh, UAE will, you know, of course they're the odd person out or the odd team out in this uh, group and I think uh, the best way for them to negotiate this whole tournament is just to lay down <laughs> and just do not cause any trouble. Do not get the other three teams angry. In fact, I think uh, Mohammed bin Haman should look at allowing three teams to go forward from this group rather than just the two. <laughs> Seriously, the Iran versus Iraq game is going to be really interesting to watch. In fact, Iran would be thinking that they're better than Iraq. <laughs> yeah. And Iraq will probably win that game. So I'm hoping there's no repercussions uh, from this game. And North Korea, of course, are just keeping their cards close to their chest <laughs> as they normally do. They'll, uh, every, every opponent will just say, you know, point to Japan or South Korea to just... Uh, spark up the North Koreans just to, to get them uh, upset. All they needed in this group was South Korea to be uh, there instead of the United Arab Emirates then. There would have been fireworks. I'm sure the AFC have organised for their cro- on the crossover of the uh, you know the groups, uh, the teams are qualifying that uh, South Korea might play North Korea. Apparently Henry Kissinger, Bono and Bill Clinton are on their way. They'll be refereeing those games. <laughs> Sepp Blatter thinks that football can create peace in the world. Wait and see for Group D. <laughs> Go the North Koreans. Thanks very much, Vinny. Fantastic group of death analysis there. Coming up, Ronaldinho still calls Brazil home. Vinny tells us all about it. So stay tuned. Across Australia, this is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Taste the Perth glory. Hear the Brisbane roar. For Hyundai A-League, fan made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. And you can join us right here every week for your dose of world footy, Diego style. Coming up, it's Rodrigo's A-League news. But first, Vinny, Ronaldinho continues to yearn. Carlos, uh, Ronaldinho is a genius. 
I say genius because he's gone all the way to Brazil <laughs> to let the world, to have a press conference, to tell the world, I want to play in Brazil. Yeah. Which, uh, unfortunately for Blackburn Rovers, who were still hoping to <laughs> sign him up until two days ago, is a bit of a shock. I think it's disappointing he's going back to Brazil. The A-League awaits him. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but he's Brazilian. Yeah. So, um, that's quite... <laughs> but he's really just set up an auction for himself, hasn't he? Yes, he has. He's, uh, he's basically got pl- clubs playing up ag- off against each other. We've got Flamengo, Palmeiras, Corinthians, and his old club, Grêmio, the Cinderella story. He was going to go back to Grêmio, you know, where he lived and played and learned, learned the fine art of uh, world football. And uh, he's, uh, he's still he's playing them off, and, and it's, it's a bit of a snatch-and-grab cash grab. Yeah. Of course, uh, it's always a worry when you know the star players' people uh, are, are his family. Yeah. And of course, we've got Roberto yes. Diasis is his brother. brother. Well known, was a pretty ordinary player in his own right. But if you're an ordinary player and your brother is a good player, you become his manager. But, yeah. uh, and uh, he's the one who's been auctioning the player. And of course, uh, there's some greats over in Brazil who haven't well, been all that happy about Carlos, it. Carlos, it gets morally murky. Yeah. Morally murky when Pelé steps in. <laughs> it does too. It does. It's as murky as when you try and pick up three transvestites <laughs> and you're fat boy, fat Ronaldo, and, oh, yeah. and it's all a surprise. But when Pelé steps in and yeah. says something... You know things are wrong in the world. And he said, uh, this is uh, Pelé, the great Pelé of uh, Ronaldinho. If he really loves Grêmio, he should play there for free. Yeah. He's set up for his life already. I, I played a whole season for nothing. Santos were in financial ruins, and I gave them my salary to help the club. Jeez, I'm good. Pardon, <laughs> pardon me for questioning genius, Vinny, but Ronaldinho's career, it seems to have risen and fallen just quick enough for him to make Slutsky's team as well. <laughs> well, yes, you know, you're right. I'm a little bit disturbed about what Pelé said. Do you reckon he did those erection commercials? Well, for free? For free? <laughs> well, he had to because he didn't have problems. Oh, so well. He just, well uh, he's you know, a virile former footballer of so, uh, Brazil descent. But he got paid. He certainly did get paid. But uh, you know, going back to what Warren was talking about with Ronaldinho, Ronaldinho's a star. Uh, multiple World Player of the Year. Uh, could do tricks for fun. The Have word, the the word cro- step-over was not invented oh. before Ronaldinho's he, time. He's a dancer with the ball yes. at his feet, and even if he's carrying a little bit of extra timber these days and his hair's a little thinning, and you know the gap in his teeth is a little bit bigger these days too, <laughs> uh, he's still a star. And uh, By the way, he hasn't ruled out 2014 uh, for him to be playing for Brazil, and if he's mm. home, he's wearing the G-strings playing football for Grêmio no. or wherever else. He's just well-placed, Vinny. Yes, the future looks bright for him. It's a, It'll be exciting times. Um, I'm still hoping he'll go to Blackburn Rovers. <laughs> well, no, yeah, you just never know. No, no. Milan have come out and said that he's 99.9% sure of playing for Flamengo. Yeah. So basically that's... Uh, that's in the bag. Like well, we'll wait and see on that one. But Vinny, before we go, the Blondor... Blondor. Nominations are out. Yes. Lionel, as we all know, or if we didn't know, Lionel Messi of Barca, Xavi of Barca, and Andre Iniesta of Barca. Barcelona, <laughs> FC Barcelona. Yeah. Fozzie would be happy about that. Yeah. Are all in the running to win it, and uh, Pep Guardiola says if they any of them win it, yeah. it, it's you know it's hats off to my team Barca. They, they have a mortgage on this award, didn't that? Uh, you know, I reckon Haristo Stoichkov, who hasn't played in ten years but played for Barcelona, star Bulgarian. I think he's up for the award too. <laughs> that's how that's how much they love him over there. And if Messi wins it, of course he goes back to back, which yeah. would be exciting. He's had a good season. I think he's killing the, it at the moment. Yeah, Messi's a, a world star, but Xavi, Iniesta. I want to give it to the lesser rungs who are just. Stars, but in the shadow of these The ones who plays. don't look good, got limited <laughs> hair, but it would be yes. a good thing for all average-looking blokes if one of those two won the World Cup. If you were playing at Barcelona, <laughs> you would win it.
<laughs> according to Warren. But anyway, thanks very much, Vinny Venezuela, for your update on Ronaldinho and also Blondor nominations. Coming up, it's an A-League update with Rodrigo. So stay with us across Australia. This is a 40 goes. Arriba! Triple M. Feel North Queensland's fury. Get Adelaide United for Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Welcome back. This is the Four Diego's across Australia with Carlos, Vinny, Rodrigo and Warren. Rodrigo, what's the latest on the A-League front? Let's take a look at some scores, Carlos, um, from the weekend. Brisbane Roar and Perth Glory played out a one-all draw. Good showing by Perth. Sydney FC defeated Gold Coast United. 2-0 and Sydney think they're now in line <laughs> for a finals berth. And Melbourne victory were thrashed by Adelaide United 4-1 at Amy Park. Kevin Musket got sent off and North Queensland Fury were defeated by Newcastle Jets 3-1. Newcastle Jets just too good for North Queensland Fury. Our Fury boys have given up. Yeah, they have. It's sad to see. You know, Franz Straka looks like a, a broken man at the moment. He's yeah. trying his best to remain upbeat. But look, Carlos... Uh, you know, throughout the week, I was looking for a bit of news to talk about on the A-League, but I got a retweet uh, from you, actually, <laughs> from uh, www.4diegos.com. It's uh, the blatant plug, so take note. There was an article there that you wrote, Carlos Alberto Diego, Craig Foster, it's time for you to get excited about Angie. Now, of course, you're referring to yep. the interview in 2005 where yep. Craig just lambasted yeah. Ange Postacoglu uh, for his... Uh, Poor coaching, if you like, of the young Socceroos. He demanded his resignation on air, Rodrigo. I make, no, I make no apologies. I make no apologies. In fact, uh, Craig, I thank you because you uh, have allowed us to not take anything personally now when people <laughs> attack each other through the media. And I, by the way, they, apparently they call it a blog. Yeah, it's a blog, Carlos. This is what the, you know, the kiddies these days call it a blog. And I had uh, a few words to say, a bit of advice for Craig. And of course, everyone, everyone who listens to our show regularly would know that uh, I made peace with Ange in a soft sombrero moment a number of weeks oh, ago. Beautiful moment. Because uh, I uh, basically had a crack at Ange back in the 2005 too, but I didn't demand his resignation no. on air. He was a young coach, and I think Craig was uh, almost bordering on scarring the guy for life. You're you such just, a... you just tried to run him down in the car park, Carlos, <laughs> if I recall. You're such a swinger, Carlos. You go with the breeze one way, then the other, then the other. I would only put one thing on the Brisbane Raw. They haven't played finals yet, and one swallow doesn't make a summer, Carlos. You go and apologise to who you want to apologise to. I'll talk in 12 months if they've been good for two years. But, Carlos, let's get to the gist of this. Are you suggesting that Fozzie yep. actually declares his love for yep. Angie on the world game on SBS? Is that what you're suggesting? Because he really lambasted him five years, six years ago. Does, does he need to really go the other way and say, I love you, Ange Postacoglu? Yeah, it has to be a snap in the shorts, uh, Rodrigo. <laughs> Officially, uh, Craig Foster uh, was very passionate and uh, in his criticism of Ange a number of years ago, and I just feel this is the time now. Stand up. Fozzie, you love beautiful football. They're playing beautiful football up there. I may be a swinger, according to Warren, but they're playing beautiful football. This is the time we've got to applaud a young Australian coach who uh, could have given up coaching and, you know, gone and done something else a few years ago if, if it was just uh, up to Craig Foster. Fair enough. Just keep your keys away from me, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks much, Rodrigo. Get to the blog. The magnificent blog on uh, 4diegos.com. But uh, thanks very much, Rodrigo. Thanks very much, Vinny. Thanks very much, uh, Warren. I'm Carlos Alberto. Remember, for your dose of world footy, tune into the 4diegos right here every week. If you want to contact us, uh, drop us a line at diegos at 4diegos.com. That's F-O-U-R-D-I-E-G-O-S.com. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com 
forward slash 40 Diego's. You might get a retweet from me. I if love you the do. retweets. And uh, check out our podcast and our magnificent shows at 40diego's.com. So remember, Vinny, wherever Puerto Rican girls hang out, we'll, we'll be there. there. Wherever you sumba, rumba, and la bumba, we'll, we'll be there. there. Wherever there's girls with fruit on their head and balls at their feet, we'll, we'll be there. Wherever Gringos play football, we'll, we'll be there. there. We are the Diego's. Olé. Olé. Triple M.